of Sports, number 185, Colin Smith from the Motorsport Network. This week on the Tech of Sports, the CEO of the Motorsport Network, the growing network, Colin Smith. Uh, Modern Life Network mobile apps are a great way to receive our content on your smart devices, apps for both iOS and Android, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, lots of different ways to listen to your favorite Modern Life Network shows. The Tech of Sports is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network, and the Tech of Sports is a production of the Modern Life Network, modernlife.com. Network. This week, uh, joined by the CEO of Motorsport Network, Colin Smith. He comes from NASCAR. He's got a lot of great ideas. Uh, Motorsport Network is a growing network. Its core site is motorsport.com, and it's the world's largest independent automotive and motorsport-related digital platform. Lots of great information. You'd be surprised the uh, the topics they cover on here. So uh, just a great conversation upcoming here with Colin. Uh, check out the show notes, of course, on the uh, on the. Uh, website for the network and uh, enjoy this conversation if you're a motorsports fan or just a digital fan of how digital is growing in the sports and business world uh, here's Colin. Colin thanks for joining me this week and I was uh, I was excited when I got the an email from uh, from the PR people and kind of give us uh an, an idea of where uh, the motorsport network is going where you guys are uh, are, are heading now. Thanks, uh, Rick. It's uh, it's good to be on the show. Um, yeah, so so Motorsport Network, um, you know, we own a global media platform um, that essentially, uh, you know, we have owned and operated assets uh, that touch everything around motorsports uh, and the automotive community. So we have a variety of different assets, uh, a lot of them digital assets, but we also have uh, a linear TV portfolio as well as uh, some additional um, assets in the automotive space. But uh, the Motorsport Network itself uh, is kind of the global brand that powers everything that we do. We have been on a very aggressive acquisition spree uh, over the last two and a half years. Uh, We've had about 29 acquisitions um, to date over those last two and a half years, and we just added uh, another three uh, this past week. So we have been moving very quickly. Uh, we want to be the authoritative voice for all things motorsports. Uh, and we're also using the network and using the platform that we have to bridge what we feel is, is a gap in an underserved market between the automotive community uh, and the world of motorsports. So that's essentially who we are um, and what we're doing. And we're on a very aggressive growth path. Uh, to continue to you know, own more assets in the space and be the authoritative voice for for all things motorsports uh, and automotive. Yeah, I'll say very very aggressive and and you mentioned digital. That's where everything is heading. You uh, you came from NASCAR and you uh, you saw firsthand. I'm sure the uh, importance of now uh, you know getting into digital and the digital space where it uh, um, where it really matters for a lot of people in the sport of sports racing sports. Yes. So um, when I came over to NASCAR back in 2012, um, Turner Sports was operating um, the digital portfolio for NASCAR, and it was a very good relationship between between NASCAR and, and Turner Sports. But but NASCAR ultimately realized that it was too important of a platform, um, you know, too important of a communication vehicle to have in the hands of a third party. So. We were part of the team that uh, transitioned those uh, that portfolio back into kind of NASCAR HQ, 
and we spent uh, the next year uh, aggressively building that platform up. Well, we were on a very uh, accelerated timetable to, to do that, but 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 certainly that became one of the most important platforms that they had, obviously uh, alongside television. But the digital assets, the social media assets, the way that we communicated with the fan base, you know, just became increasingly important, not only to the message that NASCAR was trying to put out, but also, you know, that interaction directly with the fans. And and one of the reasons why Motorsport Network is doing uh, the acquisitions that we're doing today is because we do feel that it's still an underserved market globally. Um, we do feel like there's a, a bigger, broader opportunity uh, to connect those dots, again, not only from a motorsports perspective, but from an automotive perspective. And, uh, you know, motorsports was probably a little late to the game of, of all the other sports and all the other different series. I think it just took them a little bit longer to really figure out what their play was going to be in the digital media space uh, and how they were going to work hand-in-hand with broadcasters uh, and, and some of the other partners they had to activate those rights. So because of that, it allowed uh, companies like Motorsport Network um, and some others to, to be a little bit more aggressive in that space and build out a pretty significant global portfolio uh, to help support what is a massive, massive global audience. There's 400 million plus fans out there now that currently watch uh, F1 racing on TV. Uh, it's a big, big marketplace. And when you add the automotive marketplace in, uh, alongside that, you can you can imagine uh, the, the opportunities that that start to present themselves. Yeah, here in the here in the United States, we're a little uh, we're maybe a little jaded. We we think of motorsports, we only think of usually NASCAR and maybe IndyCar, but around the world, it, it's huge. And I've been at NASCAR Media Days, uh, Colin, and I know I've been hit over the head with uh, all the digital opportunities and all the 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 digital features that uh, that NASCAR has been been offering. But is it a kind of a two edged uh, sword? You have all the, the digital uh, and, and all these great things for fans, but does that there's a delicate balance? Does that take away from you know? Actually, there's a race going on on the track along with all the other things. You don't want to lose sight of that. No, you don't. And I think all sports uh, properties have have been um, very involved and very engaged in determining what that right balance is. And, and I think most, if not all, have realized that it, it's all additive at this point and all complementary. Um, and the more people covering, you know, your sport or your event or your property uh, from a digital and social perspective, you know, ultimately the better. Um, and, and listen, it's, a, it's, a, it's certainly something that a lot of people have wrestled with. Uh, a lot of very smart people have, have, have tried to figure it out. And, and I think at the end of the day, you know, the fact of the matter is the world is changing very quickly. How people consume content is changing uh, very quickly. People are so tethered to their mobile phones now, and, and being able to access content and information through your mobile device is, is, uh, is so important in this day and age, and providing fans with a great mobile experience. Uh, if you don't have that, you're going to lose them. They're going to go somewhere else. So a lot of what we do... Uh, is is certainly focused on that mobile experience. You know, we don't build anything uh, without building it from a mobile perspective first. Um, you know, Sixty to seventy percent of our audience right now is coming to us on a on a mobile device. So, you know, you've got a pretty significant audience that is you know hopping in, getting some bits and pieces of information, getting that snackable content that you might put together. Uh, and then hopping out and, and going about their day. But being, you know, you never know when that's going to happen, uh, and you never know how long they're going to stay or how engaged they're going to be at that moment in time. So so making sure that you cover everything from an 
do is cover not only the most popular sports, but certainly all motorsports as well. So uh, Formula E uh, in the U.S. has a nice presence. IMSA has a nice presence. So the big sports car market. Uh, so we're there. We're covering everything. There's a Canadian series that we spend a lot of time with. Um, and I think that's what makes us unique. And that's what makes us uh, so different from some of the other companies that are out there and some of the other you know, leagues. The leagues are just focusing on the league. They're not really looking at things from a, just a broad motorsports perspective. They're certainly not from a global perspective as we are. Yeah, there's a lot of racing series around the world to uh, to cover and and to take note of. We're uh, with Colin Smith here, the president of Motorsport TV, new CEO of Motorsport Network. And, and Colin, now uh, you, you, we talk digital. It's never been easier now to uh, to watch our favorite motorsports. And now we have platforms like Amazon, and if you turn uh, platform social media platforms like Twitter that are broadcasting live sports. Is this a uh, is this a challenge or an opportunity for you guys? I think if you are any rights holder, it's certainly an opportunity. Um, we are uh, more of a publisher, more of a uh, more of a broadcaster uh, in the sense of, of getting rights to content, uh, both in a live fashion and in a VOD fashion. So, you know, social platforms uh, can, you know, it, it's funny, they can... They can be your best friend and they can be your toughest enemy um, because they are aggressively going after those rights now and they are uh, actively out there pursuing relationships and pursuing content opportunities. So uh, it's it's a tough balance because at the same time, they're some of the most successful platforms with billions of people spending their time uh, across social networks. So if your content is not there or if you're not firmly positioned there, it uh, it can certainly hurt your ability to interact with that fan base. Um, and as you can imagine, you have a lot of brands uh, and partners and sponsors that want access to your social content uh, and your social audience. So the Motorsport Network has over 6 million fans across all of our di- different social properties. So we want to position you know, our partners there. We want to position our best content there. But you're right, it's difficult because the more you do that, the bigger and stronger and more powerful they become in that space. Uh, but I think it's one of those things that most people have learned to uh, to, to coexist uh, in that environment because uh, they are fairly codependent at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, two more things here as we wrap up with, with Colin. And, and Colin, where do you guys stand on esports and gaming? This is fast uh, growing. They have some big uh, partners involved with, uh, with these leagues. And uh, what's your feeling? Where do you guys stand on that? We do. Yeah, it's a great question. We're, we're, we're big believers in, in not only the gaming uh, industry and, and, and how much it has evolved even just over the last couple of years. And, and obviously, if you look at esports, where that has, where that has been you know, almost nothing um, that, that nobody was even paying attention to, to now a massive global media business um, and event opportunity. It's something from a motorsports perspective, it's a little bit tougher to do. Um, however, uh, there's there's some big opportunities, and, and we actually went out and uh, acquired uh, a gaming company um, that we've spent a lot of time with building mobile games um, and doing things like fantasy across um, uh, the different racing series, uh, F1 in particular, with a game called GP Predictor. So it's, it's such a natural way to interact with the sport. From an esports perspective, we're talking to a couple of different uh, gaming companies that are currently already active in that space. 
We want to help them create other opportunities in and around esports. We would love to be involved from more of an experiential um, opportunity to create the events. We have a massive network that we can help promote the events and create communities inside of our network around those events. So it's just another great opportunity in the space. Again, it's a little bit trickier with motorsports, but one day I think we'll be able to put ourselves in a position where we're actually creating a game, creating an opportunity um, for people to come onto our platform to actually race against some of the other professional drivers that also exist on that platform and really create kind of a unique gaming experience um, that, you know, that is, that is very difficult to replicate. One final question here, Colin, as we wrap up, uh, kind of selfish on my part. I'm one of my guilty pleasures is watching the, automobile and auctions and the classic car auctions along with car shows on uh, the various uh, uh, auto or, or networks on my cable and satellite. Uh, I could sit there and watch one of the auto auctions, start out wa- wanting to watch for about 10 or 15 minutes. Next thing I know, three hours have passed. Uh, is there room for a, a 24-hour network show and all the auto classic car auctions going on around the country and world and car shows? Is that something uh, that's out there possibly? <laughs> I think so. There is, uh, you know, Speed uh, Speed Channel used to exist uh, and did very well uh, for Fox. Uh, Fox saw a bigger opportunity to go multi-sport with that platform, but when when Speed was uh, was up and running, it was doing very well. And, and the president of our TV group actually uh, is a, a guy named Kevin Anderson, and he helped start Speed with Fox. He's now overseeing uh, our television division uh, and our uh, TV and digital content areas. But we also have a platform called MotorOne.com, which is uh, our automotive um, marketplace, if you will. Uh, It's our auto enthusiast, our automotive lifestyle brand. Um, we've created a great platform that provides reviews and, and uh, community for people to come and interact with each other around the car shopping experience and ultimately, hopefully, you know, help them purchase a car. Um, but we're also doing that from a classified perspective, and we're also doing it from a classic car perspective. We're also doing it from a high-end um, marketplace uh, called Motor GT. So we are we are touching every automotive platform that we we can get our hands on because we do think there's an opportunity. We do think again, it's an underserved market. Uh, as far as a 24/7 uh, auction channel, I'm not sure about that, but certainly. Uh, a 24-7 automotive lifestyle motorsports network is certainly something that we, we have today in, in Europe and we're looking to expand uh, into Latin America, hopefully up into the U.S. one day soon. Uh, we've got an OTT, direct-to-consumer platform that powers it behind. So we believe in it. That's what we're investing in. That's why we're all here. We're all fans of motorsport. Uh, we love the category. We love the verticals within the category. And uh, we're putting all these different pieces together to uh, to really dominate that space. Yeah, and, and you can't go anywhere else in the world uh, uh, and experience Ferrari chat, the uh, largest online Ferrari community in the world. You guys offer that. That's also fantastic. <laughs> That's right. That's right. If you, uh, if anybody's in the market for a new or used Ferrari, just head to Ferrari Chat. You'll have all of the uh, the uh, most expert voices in the world giving you some great advice on your next Ferrari purchase. 
I'm, I'm, hopefully I'm going to be on there one day looking for homes. Yeah, you're, you're not kidding. I'm not in the market, and I still enjoy it. So, uh, Kevin, uh, where can people go to find out more information uh, as we wrap up? Yeah, Motorsport Network. Uh, we are, you can just do a Google search. We are all over the place. Motorsports.com is our automotive platform. I'm sorry, it's our motorsports platform. Motor1.com, um, as I said, is our automotive platform. Motorsport Network, we're all over. We're global. Again, we're in 17 different languages, touching about 80 plus different countries. So it shouldn't be too difficult to find us. Um, but uh, but if you do, uh, I'm sure I'm sure Google will be able to help. It's, it's not only entertainment, Kevin, but you, I think you're also uh, uh, providing a great service as well. So uh, keep up the good work. Keep expanding. We'll uh, keep following what's going on. And thanks for coming on the Tech of Sports. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank you to Colin for joining us this week on the Tech of Sports. Remember, check out everything he's talking about, motorsport.com, uh, motorsportnetwork.com. Just a lot of great information and see how this uh, network and this digital platform is really growing. Uh, remember, if you're doing any shopping on Amazon this summer or fall, uh, visit Modern Life Network spot on Amazon, modernlife.network slash Amazon for any and all of your needs. No extra cost to you. Just go to that link, modernlife.network slash Amazon, and then do all your shopping and it helps out the studio here so uh, don't forget all the other shows available on the modern life network uh, besides the tech of sports uh, uh busy ladies and waves of tech and it goes on from there so uh, lots of great content modernlife.network you've been listening to the tech of sports a modern life network production